shark, no big rack buck. No one ever stops to peek in the bed of my truck. I come home empty-handed cause I got no luck, yeah. Pretty bad at hunting deer. I watch their shows on my TV. Spooks bands my hero, got a crush on Tiffany. The bone collector Michael Waddell makes it look easy, but I'm pretty bad at hunting deer. Welcome to the Terrible Outdoorsman podcast, Deer Camp Special, Episode ninety three. Special. Are you guys ready for ninety three? Special. It is special. It's super special. Special. Episode ninety three. Man, we're getting close to hundred. Yeah. Who's ready for it? Yeah. We're getting close to hundred. I'm pretty ready. You guys ready for a surprise? We have a surprise. Yeah. yeah. It's me naked. I mean, <laughs> oh. I, oh. nobody wants to Man. see that. I have oh, a wallet full of singles. Right? <laughs> that man's got some tits. We can just stay at 93 for a while if you want. Jason, you can unmute yourself. <clears throat> Jason, you can I'm listening. Now. No, he's here. All right, round table. See who we got here. We got Ryan Callen, your host. Yo, yo, yo. What is up for sure? Bob Collin. That's the energy we get on Deer Camp Special. <laughs> I'm saving it. I'm saving it. I'll get in there. Hello, it's Jimbo. Jim Duggan. Got you. Jimmy Faux Fitty. Jimmy Faux Fitty in the house. Jimmy Faux Fitty. And we've got Daniel Son in the house. Mm. Tuning in from an undisclosed location, Captain JG. He's out of of the bunker. uh, This is how you know know it's been too long since I have uh, been on a podcast. I had to update Zoom when I signed in today. <laughs> it has been a while. When was the last time you were on? Was it pre-wedding? Uh, no, it was after the wedding. Oh, no, we I don't think it was oh, pre-wedding. Yeah. yeah, we recapped the wedding. That's right. It was yeah. the episode like yeah. right after the wedding. So that means it's yeah. been at least a month. Yeah, tuning in yeah. for an undisclosed tree stand. Get your shit together, Jason. <laughs> That's all I got. It is together. You got some sweet tea over there? What are you drinking? C4 energy drink. Sweet brown? (laughs) Sweet brown. Oh. That's why I didn't catch a muskie the other day is because I wasn't listening to sweet brown. There you go. I'm telling you, man, it's the moves. It hasn't worked any other time since then, but that moment, you know? (laughs) That's how you know it's a fluke. So, uh, yeah, episode 93, we're we're talking deer camp. This is going to air... Couple days before deer season, the opener of firearm season here in Michigan. Can't wait. So we're gonna talk undisclosed about it. state holiday. It, it's it's really unofficial, not undisclosed. <laughs> Und- unofficial. It is an unofficial <laughs> state holiday. Like schools up north actually shut down for this day. Yeah, I was so jealous because down here, like they don't. And then we got, you know, and we got I just shit. had to like when I went to deer camp, I'd have to take like. A whole backpack full of like the, yeah. all, all the homework that the teacher put together yeah. for me and stuff like that. I'd be up there like, you know, back then I was I don't know whatever we did, yeah, some up, up geometry there. or some shit. And all my buddies are like, oh, we got the day off school. Woo-hoo. Yeah, up there they're like, uh, write a report on the buck you shoot. <laughs> yeah. And down here, like, <laughs> take your work to, to deer camp and make sure you bring it all back. I'm gonna double check it. So yeah. our school, our school did this. Uh, you had to dress up as your favorite holiday for like our school Pride Week. 
And uh, which I oh, mean is a completely man. different thing now. But um, <laughs> but uh, I remember I keep I, your I, comments to yourself for my uh, holiday. And I, I came out. Jimmy has I came out. Oh God! <laughs> and it's made it to the podcast. <laughs> Enjoy that song, right? Um, I showed up all decked out in the camo. That was the coolest motherfucker there. So hell yeah. Um, I I bought a bow. She's not a fan of it. <laughs> I don't I don't hate it. Uh, no, I don't like it though. Hold on, but I don't like it. Jimmy has a mangina. <laughs> That's oh movie. my gosh! I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> I don't hate it. That's uh, our Jimmy mangina button. So I bought a bow, Bob. I think that, in my opinion, that Jimmy ranks up with your. We got weights shit. and fish. I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm the soundbite guy. Like I, I need to re-record the we got weights and fish because it's gone. Oh man. Yeah, someone hacked the mainframe and stole all my buttons. Yeah. It was in the moment, so the I, I don't know if I can there. do it again. So yeah. I bought a, um, I bought a ballista. A what? A ballista? 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 Crossbow? Is that a brain? One of those ancient crossbows. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> what? What <laughs> the giant crossbows that they use to like in sieges and shit with the, with the crank? I like yeah. it. What? Yeah, I I, uh, I mounted it. <laughs> <laughs> that That's awesome. At, that thing shoots yeah. at 215 feet per second. You'll love it. I can shoot some at 1,200 yards, man. Oh Do you guys ever see those people that like hunt deer with spears and stuff like that? Like, there's actually like a like a thing. Like it's a legal. Deer. Yeah, yeah, you can like go, a hand-propelled like, spear. You can hunt deer, and you, yeah, you can hunt. Well, I don't know. Just jumping out of the tree stand. I don't know <laughs> Michigan, but that's literally what they do. Like they'll be a, on an elevated platform, and then they just wait for a deer to like walk underneath it, and then they jump down and just stab the thing. I with can't the spear. get them to come within forty think, yards uh, of me, but they're going to jump on top of this damn thing. It's too, it's too niche for me. You know, I what think I'm saying? we need it's to like, see. It's like trad bow hunters to me. <laughs> we need to see Keith Stanton step his game up. Wow. <laughs> right, it's it could like, be a deer, 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 yeah, deer, spear. <laughs> yeah. deer, deer, spearing deer, 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 Okay, okay. Hey, don't tempt Spin off. Don't don't tempt Keith. He'll do it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Which uh, he was successful. Yeah. See yeah. that buck he shot? Oh, nice. Just a dandy, and then that bear he got. Can't yeah. wait to have him on to hear those stories. <laughs> there's uh, there's been some success around. Uh, not around know, this not around table. The, not this table, but you know, uh, no. uh, affiliates no. of the terrible yeah. outdoorsmen. <laughs> so the non terrible outdoorsmen have been su- successful. Right, right. Hmm. Imagine that they're on the they're on the cusp of terrible. It's crazy. Mm, pretty good. We got some. Uh, we got some pucker here. So before we get going, uh, since Jimmy likes to, wants to call us out on not doing. The snorts lately. All right. Okay. We got to send out a uh, deer camp special in snorts fashion. Are you guys even going to have snorts at your camp? Absolutely. So you better. And you better get a video of Greg and Denny snorting around the fire or something. Or else don't come back. Right. Or else, so or, this or, or else your podcast. thing in it. Yes, it does. So or, right. or else your podcast is you really from my ring it? camera. Do no, you squeeze this you one? You just let it pour. Yo, it's, it's not a nipple. No, yeah. yeah, squeeze it. Squeeze it as you can. Oh, Yell it so loud that my deaf baby upstairs you, can hear it. You've got to put Is your you got to put your whole lips around it and then cradle like the bottom that. of it. <laughs> <laughs> cradle the bottom of it. Oh, oh thanks. Man. I didn't. I didn't God. actually touch. I didn't. Oh, I, I was, what else is about the back of that mouth? Throat and pucker, <laughs> my throat's sore. <clears throat> what are those? Snort! 
That was a good one. What are those white spots in the back of your throat? Yeah, geez, I can see your uterus from there. It's pungent. <laughs> Jimmy has a mangina. That Jimmy like has a mangina. Pure gasoline. <laughs> I've even got the Jason part where at the end where he's like, that's got a good ring to it. <laughs> can we take that white thing out? Yeah. yeah, you can pull it out. Yeah, but it's not like infused. Why does it smell weird? <laughs> what does it smell like? Some schleem? It smells like the back of your throat. <laughs> Some phlegm? <laughs> I was going to say something was going to be hugely inappropriate for this podcast, but I'll just say Oh, yeah. Because anything else we said hasn't been. Mm. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Oh, I don't, I, don't like, I don't like that thing either. Get rid of yeah, it's not good. It just trickles down your throat. It's not good. It tastes yeah. a little antifreeze-ish. It, it's definitely pungent. It's better cold. I'll give it that. Yeah. yeah. What no, would I mean, happen I mean, if it doesn't you... taste bad? Like I've I've had worse. We had worse <laughs> up in Tequamana. We for should sure. try mixing caramel vodka in that shit. Caramel. Have some no. caramel, like a caramel apple. apple. Caramel, caramel apple vodka. snorters. When I Hold think on, of caramel on. apple. I mean, we're already. Jimmy has a mangina. <laughs> Jimmy has a mangina. It's, all, it's already is about as tame as it can get. I don't know if we want to really add that much. All I can think of is caramel apple empanadas. Dude, rest in peace. Those are my fucking favorite thing that Taco Bell had. I got one in my left quadrant of my belly right now. Are they back? <laughs> no. But She's oh, lodged. He's right here. It hasn't moved south. You just have it stored. Not here. Yeah. You got right here. so freaking right excited. Right here. Oh, yeah. So good. Dude, having a one, one or what three of that? those. What, what does any of that have to do with your camp? Is, is this going to be like the Christmas special like, where we don't talk about Christmas for an hour? <laughs> he was like having one or three of those. Well, to be fair, Dan brought up that he got a bow, and then Jason started talking about the walleye scandal. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, boy. And then we started okay. talking about military of ancient Rome. So, we brought up, I mean, that was cool. We brought up the back of my throat a couple times. We got a new soundbite. Yeah. I like the soundbite. The soundbite's not going away. It's not bad. It's know. like a headbanger. You just oh. can't sit still when it, you hear it. It's a banger, it. man. I don't hate it. It's a banger. Um, <laughs> all right. So I think we should get... Let's get it. Well, no. Nope. Not happening. Okay. We'll I'm just... trying to think which way I want to go. Okay, folks. That's episode 93. Join us next week <laughs> for episode 94. <laughs> Um, I was no. going to go a different direction, but let's um, let's start. We'll go roundtable, and uh, what's everybody doing for deer camp? Let's start there. Dan, what are you doing for deer camp? <laughs> well, let's see. Um, my game plan is to uh, sit around and uh, wait until you guys get back from up north so you guys can put me on deer because I don't have any other friends. <laughs> And uh, and then hopefully I'm going to shoot a fat-ass deer right in front I, of you. I told you we got room in our camp. Come on up. I, I, but I can't You go. should go. Why? I don't have any clothes. It's going to be I'm, 55 I'm on opening you day, really dude. I'm naked you, right you don't now. need any clothes. You dude, can go out there naked. It's yeah. 55. We're going to be in pop-up blinds with heaters. Like, gross. Need if it was like, yeah, I, I can't. Not this year. I can't go to the UP this year. I don't like the word can't. I wish I could. Shame. But I can't. Shame. Yeah, I think we can't or won't. Maybe we've talked up the UP too much because it's, it's not that serious. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just can't, uh, can't swing I'm gonna right be, now. I'm going to be hunting in a sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Literally <laughs> opening day to high up, up in the UP is 55. I don't know what it's going to be down here. Are we worried about that? About the heat? To mm-hmm. an extent, yeah. Um, Might shut the rut down. 
You sure about that? Uh, I don't know. By I'm thinking by then they'll probably already be through the rut, but I don't know. Up there, I think. But maybe. up there we can bait. We can be bait like motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be out there in shorts. Of, just in your pop up blind with your heater on, just baiting. <laughs> just baiting. Bait. Yeah. Go away, I'm baiting. <laughs> I think I've got some pumpkins you guys can have if you want them. I don't think my dad threw them away yet. Mm. Oh, take some, take oh. some pumpkins up north. Or oh, we're gonna have some smorgasbord for him up there. Yeah, you yeah. can even shoot up for a couple days, Ooh, man. We Come can't, on, we can't bait down here. So shoot up Tuesday up night. You can hunt the, your first opening day in the UP. Yeah, yeah. Be, and then drive back Thursday. That would, could. Be, that would be easy if, um, let's see, uh, I didn't have a four month old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, by then he'll be like four months in a week. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he'll be walking by then. Yeah. If I ever want to go to an opening day in the future, I have to skip this one. Well, once you get an invite, yeah. like it may be the only invite it, you get. It could be. It could be. <laughs> Peer pressure's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring him with you, Dan. Yeah, he'll he'll probably enjoy that. Jason would love to babysit. All right, so Dan is uh, Dan is waiting for us to get back from yeah, to, deer to camp the stories. So we can get him out there. Dan's going to be uh, doing the the terrible doorsman hoodie raffle. Yeah, that's fine. That's going to start uh, after the fifteenth. So let's plug that real quick. I'll do a solo podcast. But yeah, um, <clears throat> if you uh, if you buy a hoodie from now until November fifteenth, you get entered in to win a uh, fishing trip to uh, Lake St. Clair or the Detroit River. It's the Detroit River for um, walleye fishing with Miss Jerry Toner mm-hmm. and two of the terrible outdoorsman and boys. Two of the boys. And uh, the only reason, too, is because she's not going to have enough room on her boat. Who are the two? Not you. Oh, okay. um, and then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Evil laugh there. <laughs> he knows. He knows I'm kidding or not. Um, we really, I have no idea who it's going to be. Yeah, no idea. So <laughs> We're going to have our own raffle. It's likely just going to be who... Like which whoever's going to be available, Ryan will like he'll be one. Yeah. Why do I got to be the one? Because you're always the one. Still, yeah, it depends on the timing. It depends on when we when we do it. Yeah, it'll be whoever's available. What if we let the one unless? Pick? And there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you well, go. I don't know that I can make my work schedule work or Jason. Yeah, that's true. Whoever, it's so that's going to have to be. That's fair. It's going to have to be like like we can squeeze two of us can can get out there. Yeah. We could go. always just take Bob's boat out there too. Well, she's got a pretty powerful true. boat. We can just strap like a kayak to the back of it and I can just sit in just, it. Just ski. I can, we, we can just drag him with sixty five. Just drag him in a kayak. Yeah. The disclaimer is the winner gets to have a kayak about twenty yards back. Life, life raft. We'll yeah. throw, we'll throw cheers. Experience. <clears throat> yeah. So, buy your hoodies. Yeah, and you know, uh, yeah, just go buy a hoodie. You know, the price point is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I think bucks. thirty-five bucks for a hoodie, I think, is actually uh, pretty reasonable. I was very happy we could get it at that price. Yep. So, if you look at hoodies anywhere besides freaking Walmart, like you're gonna get them for. 35 40 bucks for a hoodie. So Yeah, we might have a little something something coming up too in regards to a uh, discount or something. So we true. uh you know, something like that might come your way. You never know. But um yeah, so buy your hoodie, get entered in the raffle. Good shit. Do it now. Jimmy. Deer camp. I am checking, What's your plans? I am checking my uh absences here at work real quick. 
So I am heading up on. It'll make sense in a second. <laughs> Depends on how much sick time he's got available. So I've got some. I've got some time off uh, already for work. So I'm heading. I'm heading to Hillsdale on the 13th, and I'll be there through at least the 20th. Um, I might take off a couple more days. and might be out until the 22nd. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in the woods quite a bit for deer camp. I'm excited about that. I'm very excited to have my 450 in my hands. 450. But, but I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna go a couple days before opening day. That way I can have my bow. Um, I would really, you can, really you can bait it up. I would really like to justify <laughs> the absurd amount of money that I have invested into this fiasco. So even if it's a button buck, uh, just He's shooting it all. Something it's gonna die. You know. He's just going to stack okay, it high. Okay. So, no, okay. but I, I won't shoot. I'm not going to shoot small deer this yeah, year. He, just, he doesn't want to get, like, his ass. And if I do, I'm not going to talk hey. about it. I'm not going to show it. <laughs> I'm just not going to tell yeah, 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 guys. I, did, it's I didn't like, see like, anything. I didn't see anything. But. Unless it's got, like, 18-inch antlers, like, brow tines. Like, that's that's the only way I'm going <laughs> to show you guys. Just straight, just brow tines. That so. Michigan 11 point. You're gonna, you're gonna, I'm going to shoot a deer, and you guys are going to be like, that's a freaking lab retriever. So that's not even a deer. No oh, man. Oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> um cat call. Okay. Yeah, anyway. Okay. Um stupid. Very cool. So just you, Greg, and Denny? Uh no, so it'll be the whole crew. Uh so the whole crew is I thought that was the whole crew. No, the whole crew is <laughs> it's a pretty big crew. We've got me, we've got Greg, we've got Denny. And we've got Denny. We've got Greg's dad. We got a guy named Jeff, a guy named Fry, and a guy named Meatball. Uh, that's our whole crew. Um, we're all going to be up there. We're going to be eating like kings. You guys all stay in the same camper? We all one stay bed? same bed. Um, we got <laughs> I was going to say, you guys we got sleeping full, nuts we got to butt. A seven-story bunk bed. <laughs> no, so we got we got a really good spread there. We've it's like got, the human uh, centipede of hunting camps. <laughs> we have... <laughs> is, uh, is fry is fry and meatball the chefs or it's just uh... no so greg's dad is the chef he mm. is really good at what he does um i want to see what these guys look like we've got fry. Uh, hey fry fry's got like up, the loudest booming deep voice you've ever you can hear him from like a block away wow. uh so we've got we've got three campers there um so the camper that i stay in is me greg jeff and his dad um and uh how big are these campers ours is the smallest (laughs) (laughs) uh so i got my we got greg's got a bed in the back i've got a bed in the same room as greg's and then there's uh there's two beds up in the front like Mm -hmm. one in the middle one in the front um it it sleeps four very comfortably it's uh it's a good time and then denny's bougie with his um he's got a huge ass camper it's really just him staying in it but his could sleep like five or six comfortably. And then uh, Meatball and Fry have one that's about the same size as ours, and, and it's usually them two in there. But it's going to be – I'm very excited about this week, so coming up. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I'm so excited. You could be part of it, but I no, Dan. I could. I could. But I no. I know. No, I know, Captain. Uh, what's going on at the Gosto camp? We'll be headed over to the Thumb. Uh, we will show up. Every, uh, it'll be my dad, my brother, and I. It might be a couple of other guys. I'm not sure what their plans are, but my dad, my brother, and I will be in the camper. We'll be along the west property line, 
uh, Wednesday morning waiting for a nice buck to step across the property line and then cap his ass. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. That escalated quickly. <laughs> same, uh, same setup as last year? Same setup as last year. Yep, we've got an old camper. Uh, I actually posted it on Facebook last year, and somebody put a meme of Cousin Eddie from uh, <laughs> Christmas Vacation. And I was like, hey, man, I take offense to that. Like, this thing is a beautiful camper, and you're making fun of it, and that frustrates me. <laughs> <laughs> it's all uh, the beauties in the eye of the beholder, man. Exactly. And then I look back at the picture. I'm like, yeah, it does look rough and it is, but I don't see it like that. Well, that goes like that. Whoever said that, I don't know if you know who they were, but they probably got one of those bougie camps with running water and shit. Yeah, like a toilet. <laughs> a toilet. So I did. Uh, so the, the guys that I go to New York with, it's my friend, Kevin, his twin brother, and then their dad. And they have a nice setup out there. It's essentially it's a mobile home. It's like a three bed, two bath mobile home, Taj Mahal. And we're sitting there this past trip and, um, he's heard me talk about camp and everything. And he knows that, I mean, yeah, it's a camper. We don't have running water. We're only there for a couple of days and we have an outhouse and the guy looks at me and he goes, so I've got to ask, how is it that you and your brother and your dad are able to stay in that camper together? And I look at him, I go, the way you ask me that offends me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, so we laughed. There's something about it. Like, part of me, yes, I would love those amenities, but part of it is the fun of kind of roughing it. Like, I think, yeah, the camp that we're going up to that we'll we'll get into is probably the nicest camp we've had in what? What would you say? 15 years, maybe. 12 years? 13? We're not there yet, so it's... Oh, that's see. fair. Let's we see. haven't actually seen it. This will be our first time up at that camp, but... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I've seen pictures of that camper before. Like, I think it looks, yeah. I think it looks badass. That's like my... That, that's that's your camp, right? It's not, yeah, it's yeah. It's not staying, staying in the nice amenities and, you know, four-star We think it's awesome. Yeah. We think it's awesome because we used to have a pop-up camper, and we froze our ass off. I woke up... One time in my sleeping bag was frozen. That's <laughs> how cold it was in there. It was frozen to the bunk. You can't un- <laughs> so you can't unzip it because the zipper's frozen. You're like, fuck. I yeah. Got so to to have a hard side hard uh, hard side camper walk in and turn the heat on, we think that we are just the shit. So yeah, looking forward to it. Always looking forward to it, though. Right? I mean, we laugh about looking forward to November 15th, but really there's a lot of people out there that this is a pretty big deal. It's, it's a big deal to go to camp. Getting a deer is just kind of icing on the cake, but going to deer camp is, it's something that they make great movies about. Yep. Great movies. (laughs) Great movies. Um, yeah, like that's what it's all about, man. It really is. Like it's not, it's not about shooting deer. So some people, it probably is about shooting deer, but I think for any of us, well, for Jimmy, it's obviously about shooting deer. Yeah, hundred percent. All of them, <laughs> all of them. literally all of them. <laughs> shooting all the, the whole deer, family, all the deer in Hillsdale County. But yeah, for us, like I don't know, we're going to the UP. Like I don't think we have very good odds of shooting a deer up there. Yeah. You're gonna be, be sitting up in your blind, baiting in the UP. <laughs> we're baiting. I'll be baiting all day long. <laughs> Just baiting <laughs> the shit out of it. <laughs> Yeah, but we haven't been up to the UP in a long time. 
And uh, so, like, to see these guys that we haven't seen in, and what did we figure out with the last year we went? Like 15 or 14? 15, yeah, so it's been like... Yeah, who's in that group years. up there? Because that's not Dave's cabin, right? No, no. It's a whole different group. Like, we went to the UP for for a year. Oh, you've been going since you first started hunting. Yeah. Which was when? I was 12. Yeah, and then we went up until eight years ago. You started so. baiting when you were 12? Yeah. Maybe a little before that. No, yeah, little. for sure. But no, we... My, well, our our dad was friends with these guys, fuck, probably okay. before I was born. He was friends with them, so he was going up there before us. You all right, Jimmy? He's having a hot flash. It's warm. You having a hot flash? It's, it's pretty. Go warm. through uh, menopause. Yeah, menopause. Oh, man. <laughs> I took Jimmy my off and no. <laughs> my tit sweat. It has sweat right now. So. Um, but yeah, like our our dad was going up there well before I think before I was even born. So. We've known these guys all my life, and uh, so to, I mean, <laughs> a good portion of them are dead, though. The sa- yeah. Sad to say. They're dwindling off. Yeah. Um, they're dwindling off, but there's still, you know, some of the guys we were close with, a few that are our age that are up there. That uh, One of the guys yeah. that's our age, he actually bought a camp. That's where we're going. He invited us up uh-huh. last year. We said we were going last year, and then we backed out the last minute for – I don't even remember the reason. I think it had something to do with work schedules. That, that would be yeah, it must have been something to do with yeah. work. But we backed out like last minute, and it felt like really bad. And I was like, we got to go this year. We got to check this place out. Take it from a guy that backs out of Winya every year. You want to back out early, not late. <laughs> yeah, you just don't ever commit to it. And that's why you got to like get surprised that you're coming to this fucking thing. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I don't know. It's going to be a blast, but... Bob, break down our camp. So we go up to the UP, up to uh, it's about two hours west of the bridge. So um, you, if you cruise just a, north of heaven, just north of heaven. If you if you uh, if you're cruising US two, which which you know pretty much rides the whole southern end of the UP, and you take that about two hours west of the bridge, you're gonna go through a town called Manistique. and then shortly after that, you'll hit like a, a small little junction there called Nama. Um, and St. Jake's, and in that area, there's a county road called 503, and we're going to head south probably a, a good 10 miles or more, and um, that's about where our camp's at. So the southern end of the UP, Delta, Delta County, that's that's kind of our stomping ground. About a half hour east of Esky, Escanaba? Yeah, about it's east of Escanaba, so it's in between Manistique and Escanaba, and um, those are the, like, the only two major towns. I, that and Marquette is like the only major towns in the UP, but um, so we grew up hunting there and, um, you know, the Southern end of the UP Delta County area, Schoolcraft County, those areas are just generally a little bit, a higher density deer population in those areas. And back in the day, it was like, that was where you went. Like, yeah. like it, it was, it was nuts when you would drive over the bridge, it'd be, it'd be bumper to bumper traffic or, you know, you'd be going slow over the bridge because there's so much traffic headed up for opening day. And I always remember my dad, like, you know, saying, doing this little joke when he would drive through the toll booth there on the north side of the bridge. And he'd be like, hey, have you seen anybody wearing orange? 
We're looking for our buddies that are wearing orange. And the lady would laugh at him because everybody's got, you know, their orange hat on or something. Just Jesus cracking up. You know? You, you know I'm going to say that shit when we cross that bridge. Exactly. I, I do, I do it. Too, As man. I'm wearing an orange hat. Yeah. I, I, I always crack a joke at the at, to the toll booth lady. And yeah. Like, hey, do you know which way to the UP? And I'm like, literally in the UP. You know, or something. But so anyway, it's, there's, there's, there's a lot of nostalgia that comes with this trip and it's it's really like we grew up doing that like i was i was really yep. i was probably younger than 12 when i started going and i just sit with dad and tromp around the you know the northwoods and it's a know, different world up there deer. man and and back then it was like again it was like the place to go because the deer density was really high up there and down here was not nearly as you know prevalent so it was like we went up there just to deer hunt yeah. And that was like the big thing, and everybody went. So like your camp might consist of. Tw- I mean, there was nights. I mean, you remember this too. Like I'm, I'm sure it wasn't any different when you started going to the other camp when it switched. Yeah, is that you know we'd have twenty people, twenty thirty people there, like big parties and stuff like that. And my, I mean, my dad was my age then. You know, he was forty years old, and all those guys were forty years old, so they're hooping it up and playing guitar and having a good time and doing all these, you know, having a, you know, cooking up a ton of food. And like, I, that's just kind of the way that we grew up. And, um, it kind of like it over the years just kind of started to dwindle, like less and less and less people started coming to camp. And then the, the amenities got worse and worse and worse to the point where we were like, we had an opportunity to go up to Onaway, got a kind of a new invite to a new camp. And, um, we had a couple rough years in the UP as far as like the amenities. Like we stayed in a camper and froze our ass off and woke up with a sleeping bag frozen to the side of the yeah. pop up <laughs> camper. And you know, so Dude, the like, worst, like, I don't Did we ever talk about those years? I think we did. I think, let, I think we may let, have mentioned that. Let's bring those up. Like, let's, let's get back. We'll get into that afterwards. Yeah. Remind me to bring up those stories in those yeah. years because those are like, man, you want to talk about shitty ass camps. Like, yeah, I remember like. We've you got know, some years using but. a using a luggable loo in a pop up in a pop up <laughs> blind in six inches of water because it rained on us for yeah. like a week straight. So anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like there was just a lot of tradition that came with that. Like we went every single year, and crossing the bridge was its own kind of thing. Like it just had this uh, different feel to it, and different. It's just different hunting up there as well. You know, like we hunt a lot of hardwoods and stuff down here, but up there is a lot of cedar swamps. It's just very different terrain, different, different feel to it. Like there's some areas that we hunt up there where, you know, yeah, I remember that my, I remember my dad telling me this as a kid, like there's deer up here that have never seen a human. And I mean, that's, it's absolutely true up there because it's so huge, you Mm -hmm. know, and, um, especially some of the areas that we've hunted that are like really off the beaten path. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, like we kind of, we, we didn't venture too far off the beaten path, like maybe a few hundred yards into the, into the wilderness and stuff like that. But it was still, you get turned around and some of that stuff. I remember one year going up there and we were driving down the, we're driving down the, one of the, you know, the county roads up there, dirt road. And, um, and there's like a DNR officer. I don't remember exactly. I think maybe we were pulled off the side of the road Mm -hmm. because we were checking an area or something like that. And he pulled up behind us i'm like oh shit like what's he want and uh we started talking to him he's like hey uh we lost a hunter and uh there's a guy that's been missing and he's been missing for about i don't remember what it was at the time eight hours or whatever it was and we're like oh shit like yeah so be on the lookout you know like if you see this guy and you're 
it's somewhere in this general area and we're like oh shit man somebody got lost so it's not hard to do it's not hard to like get lost in some of that area i've been turned i've been turned around well especially when it gets dark gets fucking creepy yeah, it's and depending on the, you know, the moonlight and the stars and stuff like that, yeah. you can get so damn dark you can't see the in the your hand in front of your face. Yeah. So there's no ambient light up there. I mean, it is it is dark, and and, yeah. and and that's kind of a cool part of it too. Is that like when you know when sun sets and you're out in the middle of you know you're 20 miles off the beaten path, and like there's nothing but stars. Like the stars up there blow you away. So there's a lot of, like, really cool, like, nostalgic things about it. But primarily it's the deer camp itself. It's, like, actually, you know, hanging out with all the guys and and shooting the shit. And I don't know. It's just that kind of thing. You guys ever uh, see the Northern Lights up there? Mm -mm. I've never seen them, but I've heard, like, stories of guys seeing them. I guess they were visible as low as, like, Lapeer County last week. Yeah, my wife the other night, like, ran outside at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, the northern lights are visible. I'm like, not in Wixom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, not with how much that. ambient lighting we have. And she goes good. out there, and she comes back in like two minutes later, and she's like, I can't see him. I'm like, uh, no shit. <laughs> yeah. I swore to God the other night I saw a comet. Like, I'm like it was in the it was in the sky, and I mean, obviously, a comet, the reindeer. <laughs> no, like, no, like a comet. Like it was a streak of light that just stayed it was there. One of Elon, it stayed there for a long time. It was time. one of Elon's uh, satellites. So I so I Googled it, and apparently, this like this, at, at certain points throughout this month, you can see, you can spot. It's called the green comet. Oh yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I don't know if that's what it was because it it says like what I read was like you have to look to the north, but what I was looking at was south. It was right out my driveway, and I was like, it was in the sky, and it was just a streak of this streak up in space. It was kind of weird. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I would. I I've seen like um, you know the space station fly over and stuff. That's that's been pretty cool. I've seen that. There's a lot of satellites. Out hunting one morning. It was the space station. It was cool. We were duck hunting. I was in the car one time. We were driving. It was nighttime. And uh, a, a comet came pretty close um, it, to where, like, it lit up the whole sky. It was gone in a second. It literally... Uh, you're like a, more of, like, a meteorite. Yeah. Like a, so or, like, like, a shooting star type It thing. took, like, but, like, it changed the whole, like, it lit us up. Like, like it, it lit the whole sky green for a second. It, it was gone in, like, less than two seconds. Like an actual comet, if a comet came that close to Earth, like, we'd... I don't fuck... What the, what's the difference between a comet die. and a shooting comet? star? Uh, one's the size of like your hat, and the other is the size of, you know, Michigan. No, Grant, well, that's do a pretty you think? Big do you think? Do you think like? Have one you ever the seen the movie Armageddon? <laughs> Come on, bro. Does, would the one the size of my hat light up the whole entire sky? Oh yeah, one the, so, one you, the size of this beer can would light up the whole sky. I'm not mm. saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. Like shooting stars. Like if you stare up. At the you sky, seen a sighting? I seen a sighting. If you stare up in the sky long enough, you'll see a shooting star. And when you see shooting stars, it's just space debris. It's just dirt. That's mm-hmm. like it could be literally a speck of dirt hitting the atmosphere. And when it when it ignites, that's what you're seeing. I thought I saw a comet. It's not an actual star. That My Chevy took a shit. Chevy took a shit. No, a, com- yeah. a comet will sit in the sky for long periods of time. Like sometimes you'll only see them for a day. Sometimes, like Halley's comet and some of these bigger comets that that pass Earth in a regular basis, like you'll see them. You can see them for a month straight. Mm. Every single night, you'll see it in the sky. So, like if a comet was coming in at Earth, we would see this thing like for days before it actually. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Know, decimates Earth, but oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, 
Sorry just, about that. Just so anyway, your we, typical, we got into some your typical moment there, in the episode is, where Jimmy knocks his microphone. This, this With, space segment has been brought to you by <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> I, I just started listening to the Rogan one with Elon Musk. Oh, yeah. She was hilarious. You know I'm only like halfway He's through. He's hard to listen to. Elon Musk is hard to listen He's to. He's so to quiet, and then all of a sudden his laugh is so loud and obnoxious. Yeah, he's very... He's like, ha, 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 ha. Jesus. He's a very, who is that? He's a very strange dude. Extremely intelligent. It was good to hear him strange. laugh a lot, though, because yeah. like, it's like a different side of him. Super strange. They had but... me craving pizza. With anchovies and pineapples. Oh, no, dude, on that it. sounds so gross. Dude, I, the way that they made it sound, they made it, it sound gross. like it was amazing. I was yeah, like, I gotta try I this, but I know I'm gonna hate it, so I didn't try it because one, I, I, I don't eat pizza right now because yeah. of my diet and stuff. But I know I'm gonna waste money on it. But they made it sound like it was good as hell. Anyways, I'm gonna so, reel us so, in. So back to back to deer camp. Reeling in. Let me wrap this one up here. So anyway, we um, <laughs> so. We got invited back to this camp, and we're going to be uh, we're headed up there. This well, it's a new camp, though. We've never been here, never been there, but um, same we, area. We're we're pretty good friends with uh, the guy that owns it, and um, he's been sending us some videos of kind of the amenities and what it is. And this really is a bunkhouse off of the main camp that we're going to be staying in. But we've got, you know, we've got an actual like propane furnace. We've got a refrigerator. We're, like these are already things that are like <laughs> things that we didn't have at our furnace. other camp. Furnace and refrigerator are upgrades. And then yeah. you go to on-demand lighting, upgrade. <laughs> yeah, electricity, upgrade. <laughs> like, everything is upgraded. The only thing we don't have is running water in the building we're staying in. But yeah. the main camp has running water, shower, yeah. and everything. So it'll it'll which be, is upgrade. <laughs> it'll be a little bit primitive, but it's it's going to – either way. Like, and, and I've kind of said this to Ryan and my dad and other guys. Like I don't really give a shit. I don't give a shit what they have. Like I can live in my truck for, you know, four or five days or whatever. Like it is what it is. Like I just want to go to the UP and especially to hang out with these guys because we haven't seen them in years and they're all like really good people. I think we're planning on doing like kind of an impromptu like podcast while we're up there with those. Hell guys. yeah! I, I think that it'd be it'd be awesome. Hell yeah! To have those guys on there, they're just extremely. Yeah, funny. we are. Yeah, they're we're taking the gear and we're one hundred percent recording. They are UP locals, now, so yeah. I gotta have a disclaimer out there, and I'll record a disclaimer before we record with them. They're not the most. They don't use the the friendliest language. No. Well, I mean, nor do we. But like, they're uh, they're yeah. a little extreme, but yeah, whatever, they're whatever. they're hilarious. But yeah, we're definitely gonna re- yeah, gonna exactly. record with those guys. Um, Jimmy's gonna be taking some of the gear up. He's gonna try to get some uh, some some sounds with Greg and Danny and his crew. And I think, uh, I think what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna divide it into two little sections it'll it'll be normal podcast time or maybe maybe shorter i think we're gonna do one the day before opening day and then maybe do one the day after opening day opening day is going to be hard to do because you know everybody's excited to be there but we're going to do we're going to do prior to opening day and then follow up of opening day just to talk about how what what happened you know so We'll probably record a couple times up there, but we're, we're just gonna squeeze it. In. We don't have shit can. to do. Like yeah, we're just yeah, gonna be sitting around camp. Be like, yeah. it's a little different than like Winya. Winya, I get my ass back in from fishing at nine thirty. Jason can attest to this. Yeah. 
scrounge up some food and before you know it it's 10 30 we're hitting the rack so there's no time to podcast but deer camp you get back at six o'clock you got time to drink beer play cards yeah and we're, podcast so we're, we're going to be hunting public land up there too so it's going to be primarily state land and uh the hiawatha national forest up there so we already know we know the area to an extent like we've we've hunted it for years so like we have our go-to spots but like i think this year i really want to kind of focus on exploring some new area and uh you know like who knows like, we really don't know like i said there's deer there's deer up there never seen humans before there's bucks up there that will like i've seen we both seen some antler deer up there that are just yeah there's huge. monsters up there just what big, days are you going big. again our buddy i mean granted it's a long time ago but tom Shot a sixteen point up there. Yeah, Damn. Just, just sixteen I mean, point. One of the, the most massive. The same, well, that's the same peninsula that we're in, right? No, garden. He was in oh, he, Yeah, that's right. He's in the a sixteen pointer. Uh, no, the peninsula over is where he shot it. But I mean, what thirty minute drive? Yeah. Like, not far from where we're at. I mean, there's big bucks up there. So, so like, as far as who's going to the camp, it's going to be me and Ryan primarily. We had we did have my dad and uh, our old good old good old buddy Guido. Uh, who was, uh, they were supposed to be coming up, but uh, kind of an unforeseen injury with my dad, and he backed out. So it's just going to be me and Ryan, and then uh, we're linking up with two of the two of our buddies up there. And then uh, there's probably another three guys that will wind up. They don't necessarily hunt out of the camp or, or probably won't stay at the camp, but I'm sure they'll be at the camp just about every day. And then I've got I've got a couple more buddies that'll be up in that area um, that are going to stop in. So like we'll have we'll have a good I don't know ten people or so that'll be in and out of the camp throughout the week. So it's it's gonna be, like I don't give a damn. It's gonna be a good time. Like we're gonna have we're gonna we may not kill any deer, of, but it's gonna be a good time. We're gonna drink lots of cold pops. Maybe we'll get a crack at a deer. I'm bringing my 450. Yeah. I, I'm I don't fifty. For the area that we're hunting, and we I know it well, it is so thick and so tight that like uh, there's no reason for me to bring my 270. I'm I'm bringing that 450. I want to really want to put a deer down with that thing. So yeah, I'm bringing. I that. like. I mean, I really like my 450. It's short. It's light. Like it's like a carbine almost. You know, yeah. it's like it's just. A, I mean, up to 150 it's, yeah, yards, it's good. So yeah, you can tromp through the woods with it, and you're not really like you're not lugging a ton of gun around. So it's like yeah. it's yeah. That's I want to kill something with that. Did you get year. sighted in? No, I haven't went yet. No. I we had. Were, uh, we were gonna all go together, and like my schedule just did not warrant it. So. I have a question for Jason. I had heard through the grapevine today that there was a quiet time, and this is like a deal. Um, that was that that was news to me and a lot of people, and I think it's been around and just not publicized. So how how written of a rule is like that? There's a quiet time. So so supposedly there's a quiet time in between. Like what is it? November. 11 it was like five days right yeah, so yeah it's like between like now like november 10th and november 15th or november 14th or something like and that. i think it's something like that. it sounded like it was it sounded like it was to try and prevent people from going out to state land to sight their guns in because you can still be hunting um you can still bow hunt you can still small game hunt you can still bird hunt you just can't have like your deer rifle with you, obviously. And I think that's maybe why is to try and prevent people from just, cause you can go out with paper targets and shoot your gun and on, on public land. So I think that's an attempt to try and keep the woods from being shot up for five days before opener. I just, I just heard about this today and I was like, cause me and Ryan were talking about like, 
about shooting our guns like this weekend to just to kind of verify, you know, our zeros and stuff like that. But if there's a quiet time, like I don't want to, I don't want to, don't want to, don't want to break the rules. It's not saying I won't. But yeah. is it on private land too? I don't know. I don't like I said. I, I heard it through the grapevine. Like, hey, there's a quiet time in between this. Yeah. Time and this time, I'm like, what? We if, should if only, look it up. If only we had a device. That, if like, only you had a like 20 inch screen in front of you that you could and give us the answer. I'm looking at pictures of. Peter I mean, normally North. this is Jason's responsibility, but he's he's a little rusty because he hasn't been on. Looking at pictures of Peter North. <laughs> yeah. Oh what? my god. You know what Peter North is? No. <laughs> old school porn star, dude. Like, old what school. Fuck? You're... Yeah. Oh, man. I don't even know what to say about Look that. Look at my Zoom background. Michigan is nearing opening day of firearms. You have a Zoom background? Tradition what the fuck is that? that? Yeah. Started every year on November what? 15th for the better part of the last century. What hunters and Michiganders may be less familiar with is a special stretch of days. How do I zoom in on that? Because I don't know. Called the quiet oh, period. Now. Dan's background. <laughs> Ryan's distracted. <laughs> Here. Distract that and stare at that for re- 20 minutes. I would assume you're not recording any <laughs> no. of that. Okay, okay. I'm recording it. I, I don't mean, know I like that. it. I'm done with it. So the, the quiet period takes place the five days before deer firearm season begins, November 10th through 14th. during Recording the- in progress. <laughs> I'm leaving. Jimmy was talking about this quiet period. I was, yeah. But it's fine. <laughs> he wants to punch Ryan so bad right now. I would love to see you. Bring guys. It. I would love to see him try, though. Uh, <laughs> Recording <quiet>. stopped. <laughs> I'd be like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah, he'd come up kicks. there and try a karate kick. All right, fucking Jimmy, Ryan, and Ryan would just take it and laugh at it. Throwing some vicious freaking... Right, right. Right. Go on about the quiet time. I want to hear about this quiet time. Do you? They say. All right, so the quiet period takes place the five days before deer firearm season begins, November 10th through 14th. During that time, it is unlawful to transport or possess a rifle or shotgun with buckshot, slug load, ball load, or cut shell in an area frequented by deer. According to the Michigan DNR, unloaded firearms securely uh, encased or carried in the trunk of a vehicle may be transported to or from a hunting camp. Small game or waterfowl hunters or people fur harvesting can still carry the appropriate firearm for that season. Dude, I have heard people shooting the day before fucking deer season so that was, for the last 20 years. That was public land? Um, is it? Is it? Yeah. Is there any like some kind of constriction just on public land, or is it? Yeah. On, I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to tell people what to do on private. For real? Land. Like, are you just gonna, are you going to pull up and be like, hey, you're not I, supposed I, to shoot on your own land on the day because of deer season? All it says, from sighting in rifles to sprucing up the old deer blind, preseason activities can be a hectic time for firearm deer hunters, Wright said. The five-day quiet period creates a window of time just before the opener when hunters can catch their breath and the woods have a chance to calm. I I don't disagree with the concept of this because, like, it it is annoying when, you know, like, dudes are out there sighting in their way. When we would – traditionally, we always bow hunt prior to. Like, we come up a few days prior – we go out there and we'll bow hunt and like you'll hear like a shit ton of gunshots of guys out there sighting in the rifles. It's kind of annoying, right? Like it, you would like it to be calm right before the storm, right? But then, so like I get that and I agree with it, 
But in this case, because I need to still shoot my rifle, I don't I don't agree with it. No. You know what I'm saying? Like and it's not necessarily like like I get it on public land. Like, yeah, on public land, like that's kind of the DNR's thing, right? Like that's what they manage. So like they you know, like they shouldn't have the right they should have the right to be able to say, Yeah, no, no shooting on public land during this time frame. I'm totally cool with that. But like if you're on your own piece of property and you want to sight in a rifle a few days, you know, you're talking three, four days prior to like the opener, like I, I would rather dude sights his gun in than doesn't sight his gun in, you know. No, but I mean, I guess that's why yeah. I don't make laws for the state of Michigan. All right, I got a question for you guys. What happens? Let's say a scenario plays out to where you guys witness someone poaching. How do you guys handle that? Kill Rap. Rap, report all poaching. Well, right. I mean, obviously, there's the you know the hotline and stuff, but do you like? document like where you're at like i guess when you call the poaching hotline do they ask you those questions i would assume yeah yeah you should know like know the general area that you're at be able to describe the person or and or the like the vehicle or whatever is happening like i mean if they're spotlighting deer and shooting them you know from their vehicle like and you're you're able to like get a plate number yeah you should report like plate numbers and things like that or be able to report whatever you can the big thing you don't want to do is pursue them or right. confront them, you know what I'm saying? Like that's an armed individual, like, yeah. and yeah. and they're obviously violating the law. Like they're already violating the law. You do, you don't want to give them another reason to violate it again. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you're going to if you're going to do that, report what you see, and then kind of leave it at that. There's not a whole lot that you can really do about it. Definitely don't step in or confront a person because that's it's never good during deer season to do that. Did you guys hear the story from the campfire stories of Meat Eater about the the game warden that was tracking, he was tracking down, and he he was trying for years to get this guy. Um, this guy was poaching elk at night, and he was using a fully automatic uh, twenty two Uzi. Jesus. And so like, there was there was calls for years about this guy, and this guy has like he made it like his personal thing to try to catch this guy, and he never caught him. But one one night he was looking out his window, and he seen a spotlight out in the woods. And so he, he he grabbed his truck and he headed out and you know he he put all his his law enforcement gear on and stuff like that, you know, so he could you know um, show that he was law enforcement and stuff. And he like stalked this guy and he, and he got to where like he thought the guy was and he could hear the twenty two going off in the distance, so he knew he was closing hmm. in. So he's walking through the he's walking down the he's driving down these trails to where this guy's truck could be, and he gets out. And there's this like giant mud puddle in in the trails that so like he wanted to walk around it, but when he took his light to it, he could see that the the ground wasn't stirring up and the and there were no bubbles coming up from the water to suggest that a truck had come through. So he called in the night and he turned around. He's like, Okay, the guy's not this guy this way. I lost him. And like I wanna say like maybe ten years later. This guy he 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 he's already re- or retired. I'm pretty sure he retired at this point. Um, he gets a call and it's a law enforcement agent, like a few like counties over. And they said, Hey, we got this guy here, but we kind of want you to come in because this guy is, he got picked up for something like completely unrelated to poaching or anything like that. And when he went to go talk to him, he said, you got to talk. When you talk to this guy, you need to bring a baby Ruth. Otherwise this guy's not going to talk with you but if you do he's he's very he's very willing to cooperate this <laughs> is like a joker doing like, Ruth, 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 baby Ruth, baby Ruth. Ruth. so anyway 
so he comes in and he asks some questions and and he goes uh the guy was, was like coming forth with everything and then he even admitted to the poaching thing and he said oh yeah you, you're from this area you've guys got an angel in that area and he's like what are you talking about and he's like well about uh 10 years ago i was I was in the woods, you know, I was, I was doing my poaching. I had my, I had my uh, Uzi and I was shooting deer and, and there was this guy who was tracking me and he almost found me. He was like, I was on the other side of this giant mud puddle. He's like, and I was, I was leaned up against the back of my truck aimed at this guy who was coming to pursue me. And I was, I had made up my mind that when he crossed that mud puddle, I was going to unleash hell on him. So Hmm. That guy would have died had he went across that mud pot, mud puddle. <laughs> and then years later, they catch him on something else, and that's when the guy opened up. You know, I can't tell you how many times I've thought of, like, similar scenarios. Like, how close are you? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, how, like, it, because I've, I, I guess, <laughs> without going into too much detail, but been on the other end of that, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ben, um, either, like, in a law enforcement role or in a military role, like chasing somebody and been like that yeah. or been ready to ambush somebody like that. Yeah. So it's been, it's like, it, it's a, it's a, it's a very serious thing. So like when I talk about like, when I like, there are more like hunter, like deaths and casualties like occur, like during the gun season than any other part of the season for obvious reasons, right? You start involving firearms and, you, you involve firearms with a, I, I would say that the vast majority of hunters know what they're doing when it comes to firearms, right? They, they understand how they work. They understand their personal firearm and they understand how to like safely use them. But there are, are quite a few that don't and to include the, the extreme weirdos like this dude you're talking about. Like that's a crazy ass story. Like that kind of raises a hair on your neck because you're like, I mean, we've all walked through the woods at night, and, like, is, is there somebody watching you? There's times where it feels like something's watching you. It gets creepy as hell out mm-hmm. there sometimes. So, like, you have to, you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is just, like, be safe out there in, in every way. And that, that kind of goes back to, like, again, you see poaching. You see somebody doing something that's outside the wall, like, literally report it. If, you know, if, if you have the ability to do so and then leave it alone, like you don't want to confront people with firearms because that's just, it's, it's, it turns into bad business really For fast. sure. You know, like it's not worth it at the end. Like if some dude is out there spotlighting deer and shooting them, like you running up on them, that guy could be hammered drunk out there just having a good old time. And you approach them and say, hey, what are you doing shooting deer on my land? And the next thing you know, like it escalates to violence and that's, it's just bad, like, I mean, obviously, nobody wants that kind of thing to occur, but dumber shit has happened, especially in the woods. Like, one of the big things that I like to read in, I think, I think it's Woods, Wooden, woods and Water News, or is it the uh, the other one that gives like the the CO reports, like the conservation officer reports at the at the very end? I think, I think it's it. Michigan Outdoor News, isn't it? Like at oh, the back, I think cuffs and collars. Yeah. Yep, cuffs and collars is perfect, and it's like. And to read the stupidity that happens in the woods, like some guy gets shot because he's hunting coyotes. One guy's hunting coyotes with a thermal and sees like some thermal like movement and shoots at it and winds up hitting another hunter. Like I read that, literally read that, like I don't know if it was last year or the year before, but that shit happened. And it was like, 
how do, I mean, like, identify your target and what's beyond it, right? So it was like the first rule of, of gun safety that we used to teach, right, when we would do CPL mm-hmm. classes. Know your target and what's beyond it, right? So even when you're shooting at a deer, like, you better understand, like, that that, that, that round is likely going to exit it. And what is it going to impact on the other side oh, no. of it? That's huge. Like, like even people you don't and, really understand. Even like, you, you and I, when we hunt together, we're usually a couple hundred yards apart. But I know the direction you're in, and I know I'm not shooting in that direction. Even though we've got a couple hundred yards and lots of trees in between, I wouldn't risk it shooting in that direction. So it, as weird as this sounds, like I, it's called an FFL, right? It's called a, a final firing line. This is something that we do in the military, and I have a no shit left and a right limit. Right. And if you are to my left or you're in to, to my, you know, whatever direction you're in, like I paint a picture as to like what I can safely shoot at. And I do that. I set up like it was what we call in the military a sector of fire. And like this is where I can engage deer, anything outside of that. And I'm putting somebody at risk and I won't do it. Right. But if you're not thinking that way when you go out and you're hunting it out of the tree stand or out of your blind, like, you're putting other people at danger. So you have to kind of know. And we don't always know. We don't always know what, who or what might be hunting, you know, on public land. <laughs> you know, and the majority of these are happening on public land because you have a high density of hunters in a small area. Like, shit's going to happen. But it's, it's kind of that kind of thinking, like that kind of preventative and safe type thinking that people aren't doing that you need to be doing. So, like... I guess if I can stress one thing for this opening day for everybody coming up, like everybody's excited and, and happy and the adrenaline's pumping, you're ready to go. Like just think safely out there and like kind of identify the area that you're hunting in and your shooting lanes and what it is that you're left in your right limit and, fi- and make sure that you're not going to put anybody in danger doing so. I mean, at the end of the day, you got to live with like after you pull that trigger, you cannot, you don't get it back. Nope. You don't get it back. It is, it is gone. So, like, you have to really pay attention. Pay attention when you're in what you're doing. That's all I got to say on that. Word. Well, that's our camp in the UP. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm stoked for, uh, for going back up there. I think, um, I think I'm most stoked for uh, just to watch Escanaba in the moonlight. It's a tradition. Like, uh, Jimmy just watched it. Yeah. Loved it. Did yeah. you turn the subtitles on? No. Dude, ever, it's the best when you turn the subtitles on. <laughs> it doesn't know what the hell they're saying. Have you ever watched it before? I, yeah, I watched it last year, and then I watched it this year. The more you watch it, the better it gets. It's, it's, really it's one of those it's movies. Of those movies yeah. Listen. So I think it's about time that Jason reads his Popple in the Passel, or <laughs> <laughs> pasty of the Palace. Yeah, Popple in the Passel, or whatever. What did you call it last palace year? Of the Popple in the. It's a. It's called Palace in the Popple. Yeah, but didn't you change the name like to make it terrible? No, I put your guys' names in it. That made it no, terrible. I made it terrible. The bumpy. Oh, so but, this is a. Uh, I don't know. Where did this come from? Did you go over? This came from, so we, we looked, I think we might have talked about it last year. So I think the first time I heard it, cause the, uh, Michigan out of doors plays this yeah. on their episode. And that's where we first heard it. And then I found it and I put it on Facebook and I like just reshare the, 
post every year. Yeah. And then last year I put our names and kind of like altered it a little bit to be our version. And before I read it, I know that this is one of those things where it's kind of like you had, it was one of those, you had to be there moments. So Bob and Dan might not laugh thinking about this as hard as we will, but um, I want to go back to when you and Jimmy and I were sitting in your house (laughs) having a couple of drinks and the guy was eating a raw potato. (laughs) I remember hearing all about that. (laughs) It was refreshing. As if it was an apple. Just jump. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sounded we were good. supposed to go fishing the next day. Supposed to. And I... And was, we elected not to. Well, I don't think I physically could have. Well, we had what? We had... Obviously, we had cold beers. We had everything. We had, everything. We had, had absinthe. We had absinthe. We had every... We had a sip of every type of uh, Old Smoky that you have. Peanut butter whiskey. <laughs> we had that. Oh, yeah. yeah. We had it all. But, screwball yeah dude yeah. we were hammered did you incorporate that into this poem it is that's why i brought it up because it's okay. in there i did incorporate it last okay. year yeah so the real version it, is from michigan out of doors and jason has changed this a little bit i i think i like your your version better i, I do too so, well it's because it's our own custom version exactly it's a classic Everyone the hard part is the the thing I yeah, the thing I struggled with last year, and I I've been practicing a little during the podcast. <laughs> it's hard to read it and not start laughing. So I'll try to do a little better job. Last year it took me like five tries. Well, last year I like edited all that out. I'm not editing shit this time, so I'm letting it roll. Okay. If you have to do it five times, it's just going to be funnier and oh, funnier. God. So we're rolling. We're yeah. rolling. I am looking forward to uh, Deer Camp, though. I'm looking forward to Deer Camp, and I look forward to... Oh, we're not ending it. I mean, granted, if you're... wrapping it up. No, 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 I'm saying... I thought we were. No, I'm saying, but I'm looking forward to Deer Camp because I like the text messages of people like, oh, yep, shot a buck, big buck down. It's fun. That's just Jimmy. Yeah. Opening day, what he sent us, three texts of, of different deer that got shot. I haven't even seen one. Jimmy full fitty. Double Jimmy. tapping, oh, double tapping fit. Jimmy. Blacka, blacka. I put on some. All right, Jason, whenever year. you're ready to read the Palace and the Popple. Palace and the Popple. Okay. Yep. Okay. We, we, uh, Ooh, cue the fire. Oh, yeah. Cue oh, the fire. There we go. Hold on. Hold on. And mute us so we don't ruin it for him. Well, yeah, you tell me when the fire's going. Uh, I'm working on it. Ah, yes, yes. Okay, go. It's a smoky, raunchy bear's nest with an unswept, drafty floor and pillow-ticking curtains and apple pucker for a snort. The smell of a pine knot fire from a stovepipe that has come loose mingles sweetly with the boot grease and the Copenhagen snooze. There are work-worn 3030s with battered steel stocks and drying lines of long johns and of steaming, pungent socks. There's a table for the terrible outdoorsmen where they choose their teams for euchre, and there's deep and dreamless sleeping on bunk ticks stuffed with straw. Dan and Jimmy stand by the stove, their gun talk loud and hot. Ryan and Jason are partners again. Pass on a bower, they will not. (laughs) Jimmy's been drafted again as cook and is peeling some spuds for stew, while Bob wanders by in baggy drawers, sipping another brew. Nowhere on earth is fire so warm, nor coffee so infernal. 
No whiskers so stiff, jokes so rich, nor hope blooming so eternal. A man can live for a solid week in the same old underbridges and walk like a man and spit when he wants and scratch himself where he itches. I tell you, boys, there's no place else where I'd rather be come fall, where I eat like a bear and sing like a wolf and feel like I'm bullpine tall. In that raunchy cabin out in the bush in the land of raven and loon with a tracking snow lying new on the ground at the end of the rutting moon. Love it. Good job, Jason. First try. He nailed it. The fire was, the ambiance was was nice. Yeah, it was. Kind of put me to sleep. I know Jason couldn't hear that, but man, you gotta you gotta listen back to that. I one. think, I think we, uh, I think we need to do a little. Um, we'll have to pull up the speech by Jeff Daniels and Escanaba in the moonlight with the fire in the background and see if someone can pull that off on the first try. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That was yeah, dude. I not a mo, not a mo, not a mo, See what's in these milkshakes. I was hoping. I was hoping that we could. I was hoping that we could get the uh, the pastor from your wedding on this podcast. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. We don't talk about him. It would have been a lot. He, that's he who must not be named. Oh, <laughs> a lot shorter with his cargo shorts. That's funny. <laughs> Well, Jason, we got to get that like typed up and like posted too, so we can post it the night before. I think we did it last oh, year. Oh, okay. I'll send it to you. Yeah, send it to Dan because I know he's a little better with that. He can type something okay. up and make a, a cool graphic or he's something. The guy. And we'll uh, we'll put it on there like with your with his audio. There you go. There you go. Dan will work on that. He's he's my guy since he's not going to Deer Camp. I did it. I did it. That's I did what it. Dan's doing for Deer Camp. That'd be cool. Putting them to work. All right, so we'll wrap this up with um, let's let's go real quick on some of your traditions. So obviously, one of mine and Bob's tradition is now that we uh, we've been doing this for a while now. Is every the night before opening day we watch Escanaba in the moonlight the night before opening day. I don't know why it started, but that's our tradition. We always watch it. I got another one of our traditions. So I make sure that like even when we went up in the camper. We made sure we had a DVD, a TV, and a DVD player, and that DVD. That's the only DVD we brought, yeah, just so we can watch it's it. It's on the packing list. <laughs> I've already got a DVD player in my truck with with the DVD ready to go, and there's a TV already at the camp. So, ooh, I need an HDMI cable though. I, Glad I, I thought I know of. I've got one around here. So. <laughs> I think we need a long one because the TV's like up in the ceiling. But that's <laughs> I'll, just, um, I'll hold it. I'll just sit there. That's like <laughs> our one of our main. Uh, Traditions. What else? What else you got? I have another one that we do. So on the last day, of oh the, yeah, uh, the last day of the trip. Usually we're about hunted out by then. We're about tuckered. We're, we're just we're just done. You know, <laughs> we're we're beaten mentally, physically, and uh, like normally, like I hunt a little bit out, a little bit further than Ryan does most of the time, and and I'm like, you know what. I will hunt that morning and I, I normally tear down my blind or if I'm hunting out of a blind, I'll, I'll tear down my blind or a tree stand. I'll break down my climber and stuff like that. And that last evening we sit together in the same blind. So we actually just baiting together. Yeah. (laughs) Go away. We're baiting. We might as well be because it turns into pure shenanigans. Like we sit there 
Dude, we, we should record a podcast uh, oh my from God. the uh, it, it's, it, it's hilarious. Like, we'll, just, we'll sit there and we'll start hitting the grunt calls and acting a fool out there. And it's just like, <laughs> no, I can't tell you, though. Like, the reason we started this tradition of sitting in the same blind, one, it was out of, like, all right, let's break down one blind. That way we only have one blind to break down at the end of the trip. But, like, the first time we did it, we saw deer. Yeah. And then the next time we did it, we saw deer. And the next time we did it, we saw deer. So it, was, it became a tradition because every time we sit in the same blind, we wind up seeing deer. And We've yet I, to kill anything doing that. But right, right, deer. right. But I'll, like, I'll tell him, like, all right, dude, you're up. Batter up. You get to shoot one. I'm going to re- – I'll record it. You know, like, so if a deer comes in, like, I'll record you shooting it. You know, and, and ne- we never wind up shooting anything. But we, we always see deer. It's usually like a spike horn comes in or a small doe or something like that yeah. or whatever it is. You we haven't quit but, our day jobs. That's why but, but, we haven't and, gotten but any video footage. It, it's become a tradition that we sit together and kind of like it's usually like it's usually just shenanigans. It's fun. Yeah. What if you guys started a new tradition this year? We always do, but and the first night you sit, the first morning you sit together. No, no. It's <laughs> that way no. you're like they're not going to give up their position then, A. No. And then they're like you it's both man you, you both shoot at the same time and then just double tap just yeah. double tap and we both <laughs> miss <laughs> probably yeah. J- Jimmy uh what you got any traditions I mean I know you're I have a couple. new newer to kind of I guess hunting but so I started I I don't do this anymore because it became like kind of like a bad omen um Every time I've done it, I've not seen a deer, so I no longer do it. But one thing that I really liked is uh, Ted Nugent kind of partnered up with Mossy Oak and did an acoustics, acoustic set around a campfire with uh, and did Fred Bear. So usually what I would do is I would listen to that before I went out. Um, I really liked the idea of doing that. Um, oh, that's one of our other traditions. Yeah, we do the same thing. And But I stopped doing that because every time I did it, I had bad luck. Which sucks. Because that's I, why we've had bad luck. Because I would really like to have good luck uh, out there. But last year, uh, every time I listened to... Because I, I went through, like, uh, for whatever reason, I went through a kick where that uh, Ramstein song, San, Sana, came, I, I really was into that. Every time I listened to that, I, I saw and shot a deer. So now that's that's part of my new tradition. But But one of the traditions I've always done is when I get there... I have this, uh, it's more of like archery gear. It's like a, a pair of light fleece pants and uh, and a fleece hoodie. It's on Under Armour camo. It's very comfortable. The first thing I do when I get there is I put that on. And that becomes like my lounge wear for the, for the week or whatever, you know. It, um, and then obviously I take it off when I'm about to go get hunting. I put on my actual gear that I have. Um, Are you going to do a topless one this year? A topless shot this year? I might, yeah. It's gonna yeah. be warm enough, dude. I will. I, I yeah. Oh, so funny. It probably will come off. That was funny. I was like in the blind when I think when I got that I text, should, and I was I, like, I'll, Jesus I'll, Christ! I'll probably do that. I won't be as fat. So, dude, last if year, if you do that, dye your chest hair white. So last year, <laughs> no, blaze orange. Last hunting season go. was the fattest I've ever been in my entire life, and going back out there uh, two weeks ago. Dude, it is crazy night and day difference of like how much more in shape I am than I was then. Because I'm not only did I make it all the way to my blind or my my tree my tree stand, I mean, without being out of breath, 
I was able to climb that thing, get up there, pull my bow up and everything. I changed my mm-hmm. workout regimen completely when I yeah. like I focus on legs. But like that's like I'll I will like literally just like hammer my cardio and my legs like throughout before the hunting season. I I, I have a training thing yeah. that I do just for just for that's that. kind of what i, I don't do shit stair, <laughs> stair climbers and squats and stuff just like, jason how many squats you been doing for deer camp well i shit once in the morning and once at night so that's two squats a day <laughs> yeah you only shit twice but a i day. uh i'm just we're just that's speaking impressive. out of jealousy here that's all it is um before we get into jason's traditions i want to play that song real quick or part a quick part of it what about my tradition the song you don't have traditions. You usually don't need diesel to start a fire with. I love this. Hopefully we're not, we're not jinxing all of the listeners. I hope you're listening to this podcast. That's their tradition, is to listen to our podcast right before Dude, opening yeah. day. Nobody will shoot deer. <laughs> Am I singing along? Probably not. No. I've seen this so many times, though. It's... There I was, back in the wild again. Sounds like we're singing it at Captain's uh, wedding. Yeah. I had that feeling coming over me again. Just like it happened so many times before. Let the whole thing play, fuck it. So many times. Imagine sitting around a fire, listening to Fred or watching Fred Bear play, or Ted Fred Bear, Ted Nugent play Fred Bear around the fire with you. I'd be, I'd be able to die cool. right after that. I'm good. That's all I need. Uh, I go die now. Jason, what do you got for tradition? I know the Gostos are you're the you're the family of traditions. Um, I feel so. There's not necessarily a tradition brand, but I always seem to be the one that brings the bottle that gets passed around. So we've okay. got a little uh, opening day Eve snort this year. It is. We didn't finish off a bottle of uh, Russell's Reserve, it's called. Tastes terrible. Um, <laughs> we'll, Good. We'll have a little, a little sip of that and choke it down and then hopefully have another sip when we celebrate the harvest. Um, we've been hunting the same stands every year, so that's been a little bit of a tradition. Jake goes up to a stand that he doesn't hunt at all until gun season and then seems like more often than not, he gets an eight point in the first hour. So I was going to say his, we'll tradition, see what his tradition is he shoots one every year. Yeah. It seems like more often than not, he goes up there and shoots a buck. So yeah. um, I'll be, I'll be a little bit selective uh, this year because of shooting that deer in New York. So I'm going to be, if I pull the trigger, it's going on the wall. So, okay. okay. Bull prediction. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we got to talk about that. But, moose, that moose trip, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got to get my life-size mount. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, boys, um, I think uh, it was a good deer camp special. Yeah, we're gonna we're good gonna ra- we're gonna wrap it up and send it out with um, the best hunting song probably ever made, besides Fred Bear. But um, we'll end it with that. But uh, any final comments, boys? Hunting, fishing. Living every day. Good luck, guys. Oh you God. are. That's the worst. I hope that's I wish, your bad luck charm right there. I seriously wish you guys nothing but the best, man. I can't wait to. Uh, How live, much venison do you want? Live vicariously through you guys. Uh, I'll take as much as you want, man. I still have that too. Give see that guy. I was supposed to give him. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to eat Bambi. Jason, final comments. <laughs> I got nothing. You got yeah. nothing. 
Jimmy? You know, life's going to throw curveballs at you guys. All right. <laughs> so what you guys need hold to do, on, this on. is why we make fun of you. Hold on. Is you you got to just keep your head up and just keep living, laughing, and loving like every day's your last day. All right. So you just get up, put your boots on, tie them tight. Piss stay excellent. sweet out there. Stay sweet out there. Piss excellence. <laughs> Piss excellence. Good shit. Bob, what do you got? Oh, my God. How do you follow that? <laughs> How do you follow right, that? Guys. All right, guys. I just want you to just be, just, be peaceful. And, I, know, I just, I love you guys. Love, I love, love, you. love each other a lot. One love, bro. <laughs> yeah, be safe out there. It's a, it's, it's a crazy wilderness out there, especially if you're hunting on some public land. Uh, it can get yeah. wild. You can get wild. Got me so. thinking now. Your your and stories if, getting shot. Jesus! You, if you, you take, know prior planning prevents piss for performance. Yeah. So if you take any you videos, know. make sure take them in landscape mode. Do not take them in vertical mode. Oh, hmm. Okay. Okay. Landscape mode only. Can't you just rotate okay. them? Okay. No. Not with a mode. not with a free version of the editing software that we use. <laughs> Fucking cheap, yeah. cheap fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there won't be any any videos of me in the blind. No. I'm gonna take the GoPros up, but I don't know, man. Do it. I haven't figured out how to make them silent. They like go beep 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 when I turn the shit on. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, other try than that. A, other than that, keep your legs crossed, your mind on Jesus. Okay. Okay. I got nothing. Um, good luck, everybody. Um, hopefully, you're listening to this podcast maybe on your on your drive up to camp, maybe at camp. I don't know. Maybe we'll sit around playing some euchre with the boys. That'd be cool too. But um, send us your stories. Uh, I'd love to hear some stories of deer camp. I want to see some pictures of deer camp. I want to see some buck poles. Um, man, that'd be cool if we could like go to a buck pole and do some recording. Yes, it would. Yeah, mm-hmm. send uh, send us that. your success. Like we yeah. wanna, we want to see, see any, we want to see some we see some big wanna, bucks down. We want to reshare them. Show us your rack. Yeah, show, show us, us yeah. your rack. Yeah, show us your racks, and then show yeah. us your deer too. You can send um, us free racks. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we like boobies. God, <laughs> you're gonna get Jimmy's boobies on the opening day. Oh my god! All right, there it is. There it is. God, thank you. He's rubbing. He's rubbing the nips. Look how much we need to mark they that. Are the ronies. Hello, the ronies. He's, no, he's, he's got the he's got the pepperoni. He's marking nipples. his ronies. No, they're like little spaghetti. All right. Good luck, boys. Except good for luck. Dan. Yeah. Well, good luck with the shit you do too, man. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate good it. We'll good luck. Looking there. forward to texting everybody back and forth. Hopefully, Bob and I have service up here. We have no, no clue because otherwise I'm going to watch my porn from the blind. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Twitter, go on. Twitter. Do you guys watch porn in the blind? Have you, have you guys done that? How I the know. hell do you how do you occupy your mind otherwise? I have, de- I have definitely like, like I have definitely done that. There's not a single hunter out there that like has not been if, sitting there for an if hour. If like, they do, right. if they say they don't, they're lying. It's time to check that site. Oh my god, <laughs> so bad. On that note, I'm wrapping it up. Wrapping up. Good luck, everybody. Get outdoors and don't be terrible. Hey, you shot my cow. It's the second week of deer camp. I got a swollen head. I'm lying with the dust balls underneath my bed. And icy breezes blowing in through the tongue and groove. 
My pants are frozen to the floor and I'm too sick to move. I didn't drink too many, only 30 cans of beer. It must have been that last shot that put me under here. It's the second week of deer camp and all the guys are here. We drink, play cards and shoot the bull but never shoot no deer. The only time we leave the camp is when we go for beer. The second week of deer camp is the greatest time of year. I remember playing poker, that weasel must have won. He's wearing mine with swampers and sleeping with my gun. He's snoring like a chainsaw, the camp smells like a dump. And someone's dirty underwear is hanging on the pump. Muck goes in the wood box, Eaner's passed out on the stove. His flannel shirt is smoking, I wonder if he knows. It's the second week of deer camp, and all the guys are here. We drink, play cards, and shoot the bull, but never shoot no deer. The only time we leave the camp is when we go for beer. The second week of deer camp is the greatest time of year.